Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. Hey guys. (laughs) Jinx. I don't know what else we're supposed to say. I know. We're like, one, two, three, go. Hey guys. Hi. (laughs) What's up? Uh, Happy Monday. So excited to be recording again. We love sharing all the fun things with you guys. And I feel like we came up with some really good notes this week. So I'm really excited about today's episode. But we always start out with what's currently influencing us. So what has been your influence recently? Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say shout out to all the new listeners I feel like we got yes. a ton of DMs Hi, recently guys. um and it honestly like makes our hearts smile so big and we appreciate and love you guys we love when you DM us that you like just started listening yes. to the podcast or like you found Absolutely us from the podcast love. it's insane so just want to say hey to all the new listeners we see you and we appreciate you Yes, Anyways. and if you guys have ideas of what you want to hear, let us yeah, know Yeah, please too. let us know. So check out all of our other episodes. We have, I feel like, a good list going. Like, we have some really good topics that yeah, we've done we really for do. you guys. So go Things through, listen to those. To yes, and then if you guys have other questions, want to hear, like, maybe something, like, a little deeper on a certain topic, feel free to DM us or DM, like, the Instagram account. I feel like I need to update that. I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> She's been a little neglected. But I need to get back on that. Okay, that's on my to-do list. Yes. Okay. Okay, anyway. Um, your influence. I am really into, like, l- subtle matching. I feel like um, I was really – I, like, put together this outfit that um, you guys seem to really love and that influenced me. But I also was doing other subtle matching ones. Like, I would love to do, like, a pop of red and match my – bag with my shoes or like your hat with your boots like I did that one recently too and I feel like it's just a cool like it looks effortless but you like put it together and it looks it looks effortless but it looks very put together and so I just love that vibe I'm trying to like incorporate that more with different things but recently I did green like pants and um heels which was cute even if it's not like the same exact shade I feel like a little tonal matching is always a cute vibe but yeah subtle matching is definitely what I'm influenced by what about you I feel like your post where you did that literally popped off because it was so good (laughs) if you guys haven't seen it yet go check it out she's literally wearing pink boots and her pink bag it yeah it it's like a whole moment in itself, honestly. I'm sure like your explore hit was just like so big on that I photo. I Is need it to was check it an explore? Or like yeah, it was did you hashtags sure at all? No, not at all. Yeah. We don't use explore. hashtags anymore, you guys, if you're new. Honestly, Sometimes it works for people, but for us, like it just stopped so one day. Yeah. It worked. Okay, I will say though, really quick, it did work on my nail photo. Nails. And I feel like nails I was gonna say, are still your good. nail photo. Yeah, the very like niche well. niche photos. So like nails or like the shoes, like shoe shots of like sneakers. Yeah, like yeah, those. definitely. So those work, but like on our everyday like fashion photos, we don't use it yeah. because we literally never get hashtags on analytics. Nice, yeah. But so anyways, that was definitely an explore photo. <laughs> yeah, we love we love that. Okay, so for me, my influence this week is houndstooth. And I'm so excited. If you guys saw my stories, I saw someone like post a really cute photo and I was like, oh my gosh, I love houndstooth. I had this really, I still have it. It's in my closet, but I have this amazing like houndstooth coat from last year. It was from Revolve and they actually restocked it on the site this year. So oh my I God, like, I saw it Definitely recently. coming back. It's so cute. And then I also have like a houndstooth like dress from I think like maybe two years ago. That's also from Revolve. That's houndstooth. And cute. I was like, you know what? houndstooth is gonna be such a moment and so I bought like a pair of pants that are houndstooth and like a blazer for a matching moment and then also just like the individual moments you know what I mean like houndstooth <laughs> pants moments. with like black crop top and a black blazer like that's a moment yeah or, like a black skirt and the houndstooth cropped blazer that's also a moment but there'll be a moment together as well so I just <laughs> felt like it was very versatile even though it doesn't seem like houndstooth could be versatile it is yeah 
And then literally that day for Love and Lemons dropped their new holiday collection and it has like all these cute houndstooth pieces. Like they have a dress, they have the cropped blazer and the skirt. And I'm just like, okay, that means like if for Love and Lemons is doing it, like it's going to be a thing. So I'm yeah, really excited agreed. about it and to like incorporate that. And I feel like that um, Canadian blogger that we love, um, Vitalia. Oh, yeah. Oh she my gosh. does She's like houndstooth Did you moments. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm How exciting for, for her. her. That's so exciting. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> she like I love her style and I feel like she like wears houndstooth. So I'm like, yeah, okay, she definitely this does. is definitely worth the investment. So I'm def- I'm like there are definitely like affordable options. Like I know like you could probably find it on like H&M and like that kind of stuff. I looked on Zara totally. and they currently didn't have anything when I looked last, but we'll see. But I'm totally about investing into these kind of staple pieces that I'm going to, like, use every fall. But, yeah, I'm so yeah, excited like, for Houndstooth. The Revolve it's Coat is a good one. Wait, Oh, yeah. She's stunning, and I can't wait to bring her out. It's just not like, even good cold quality, yet. too. I know. I feel yeah. like Houndstooth is just so fall. Like, it just reminds me of, like, the holiday time. It kind of, like, reminds like, me of, like, why. East Coast fall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, full-on fall, fall, not, like, SoCal fall. I know. <laughs> but yeah so that's that's my current influence i like i'm so excited i feel like those are some good influences this week yeah i feel like that's what's gonna like both of them are gonna be really trendy for fall so if you're not already doing that maybe like look into doing that so Yeah. yeah exciting okay so you guys we are going to talk about best practices when you're an influencer just with like the business admin stuff because it's definitely very important um and it may be like some things that you wouldn't initially think about on your own so these are the things that we've learned best practices that we like implement into our everyday lives yeah I think it's just like good for like your overall like business practices because obviously we have so much on our plate like at all times and like it's really easy to forget like to do certain things or like to stay on top of you know we had our yeah we had our organizing episode and like Mm -hmm. that was even helpful helpful for both of us because like there's just so much going on especially if you don't have management so these are just kind of things I feel like we do regularly and that Mm -hmm. they help us like run our business as like smoothly as possible because I feel like when you are doing this part-time and especially when you're doing it full-time you like you are your business and it is a business and that's how you need to like think about it because you are like you know making money and you are building relationships with all these different brands and you want to like have a good image for yourself so it's just like making sure to stay on top of like key things because it's like yes we want to be like friends with our PR reps but like we're also like doing business deals essentially we're signing contracts so it's just like good to remember these things and I feel like when you do these things it just like makes you more successful overall so like obviously doesn't hurt to do them so we can just dive in and I feel like the first one is like it seems like it would be so simple you would be like duh but also it's probably one of the hardest I feel like because it's just like there's so much you know and okay so the first one is responding to emails within 48 hours and you know, some people might be like, that's too, like, I need 72 hours, whatever. But I think 48 hours is like a good sweet spot. And if you can do like 24 hours, yeah, I feel like can do that's even immediately. better. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like if you can do them as ASAP, um, yeah, these PR reps like will favor you because it's like, okay, I'd rather obviously work with this girl who is quick at communication, quick at responding. Like we know that it's going to be a seamless, it's like already off to a yeah. good start, you know? So, or like you can I, tell the influencers interested. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's like, and oh, they jumped honestly, on it right away. Yeah. And I feel like I've lost or missed out on campaigns because I like checked my email too late. Or if I like was like, okay, I'm going to need to respond to this later because I'm doing something it fills up and that is the worst feeling ever just like knowing if you responded like maybe a few hours earlier you could have gotten the campaign but campaigns are very limited and I feel like PR reps or like even the brand direct like they send out emails 
to the masses maybe um in some cases and if you don't respond quick enough like you're not going to get it because they're not trying to wait for everyone so yeah it's like a lot of them are like first come first serve basis yeah like you said they just kind of send out see who it sticks with and then you know they will either pick or potentially like send you to the brand to pick whatever but yeah I just feel like the faster the better and I'll see people post on their stories and they're like oh yeah I haven't answered my email in a couple days and I'm like what are you doing like that stresses me out for them because I like I feel like I'm so like on top of my inbox and like especially if you wait and wait I feel like the spam builds up too so then it takes even longer to like go through and soar and like delete the spam and like figure out what's actually legit and whatnot so it's like I'm definitely in my email like every day like definitely morning definitely night yeah you're very quick at communication on an email and I don't know this has great communication skills (laughs) (laughs) it's the Capricorn in me like yeah it really is yeah, and then I also have that plugin called Streak that I talk about mm-hmm. a lot. I feel like they should sponsor me. I don't know if they do. But yeah. <laughs> this is not sponsored. It like essentially just like tells you when someone has read your email. It's like actually like a sales funnel plugin, I think, but I literally just use it to see when someone has read my email so when it comes to like following up or seeing if they make sure to see that like they saw my response to it because sometimes I feel like I don't know if this ever happened to you but there's that one brand that you still work with and I don't where they would send out campaigns and if you didn't respond immediately yeah you like didn't get the cut and like they would email at like 10 p.m no it was always at 10 p.m and then it was I would like, be like so late literally no matter what I'm doing I'm like half asleep I'm like I am interested <laughs> yes but like I literally would do that and I still wouldn't get it. They'd be like, oh, the campaign filled up. And I'd be like, I literally like, responded girl, a minute after you sent it. Like, <laughs> like why even send it at that point? But that's exactly. just like an example of yeah. things just filling up so fast. And not every brand yeah. is like that. But you never know what's going on in the back end. So Yeah, so you definitely want to be like for sure within 48 hours, I think is the most professional. I think it like is kind of what the standard is. But definitely like if you can within 24 hours or even day of, I think brand reps really appreciate that yeah because it just gets their campaign or whatever they're working on moving and it's like you're obviously not the only person they're reaching out to I'm sure they're reaching out to like you know tens if not hundreds depending on how big the campaign is to like get it going so it just makes it easier that way yeah no 100% agreed so yeah respond to your emails within 48 hours okay on to the next one this one is okay so over deliver if you want to build rapport with the brand and this doesn't mean like give away free work essentially like you're not giving away like huge extra deliverables but like you're doing just like maybe a little extra to kind of like build a relationship show them that like you love the brand and you like genuinely either like use the product or wear the clothes and like you can literally do this by like posting an extra story or like um sending an extra photo what I like to do is I like if I have an upcoming campaign and I'm like either trying the clothes on or I'm going through the boxes I'll try to like just do like a story of like the unboxing and tag the brand so like my audience kind of knows it's coming and that way it like introduces the brand before I actually post the sponsored post yeah so by the time that I do the post it's not the first time my audience is seeing the brand if that makes sense yeah no that totally makes sense I love doing that. I definitely love over-delivering just because I feel like it's a subtle gesture that could help you potentially get a campaign again with the brand. Um, I definitely do this with clothing brands just because – well, I don't even think you could do it with any other brand. I mean, okay, you could definitely do it with skincare and makeup like on stories. But for fashion brands, I always try to over-deliver just because – obviously like I'm a fashion blogger and it's pretty easy for me just to tag the brand but if it's a brand that I know does long-term relationships especially I will literally go out of my way to over deliver like I'll do a reels and it can be a very simple reels like it's not you know putting too much hard work into that over delivering aspect of it but you know a reels can go a long way or just like an additional tag on a post but it's not a dedicated post just little things like that because you can send that in your insights deck as well and be like oh this was 
something else that I did for the brand and my audience loved it. And this is like the reaction and this is the insights. And I just, I don't know. I just feel like that goes a long way. I've seen it pay off for sure in the past. And it's also like a good way to, because they don't know if they're going to get that again, if they don't pay you for it. So it's like, they can't necessarily expect it. Um, but you know, like they might want additional posts the next month or whatever. So I love doing this for sure. Yeah. And I think like if like say the brand wants a reels, it's like super easy to just go repurpose it on TikTok or like yeah. vice versa, um, depending on like, you know, which platform they're having you post on. And of course you don't have to do that, especially if you like have huge followings on both and you want to be paid on both. But like for us, like our TikTok following is smaller. So it's just yeah. like, you might as well throw it up there just to like you know, help increase brand awareness. And then, like you said, when you are sending everything over, you can be like, oh, hey, also, like, here's this extra, like, video I posted. And, like, for me right now, I'm trying to, like, be consistent on my YouTube and grow it. So I, like, will do a full-on clothing haul. And I do think that's, like, a little, like, a little much. So, like, you don't have to, like, That gets you the views. But I, so that's, like, one thing is, like, if I get, like, a clothing brand and they send me clothes or whatever, like, I have been using those and turning them into hauls so that I'm able to post a haul weekly on my YouTube and then I post my, like, links there. And honestly, that's where I've been seeing the most conversion because I don't, like, I post my links on, like, to know it because I link everything there, but on the photo you can see, like, how many people like purchased from the photo and those numbers are lower so I know the only other place I put those links is on my YouTube videos in the description box so I know that's like where the sales are coming from and I know we've talked about this before like when people are on YouTube they're like specifically searching for hauls like yeah you're not just like scrolling YouTube like you're scrolling TikTok like you're specifically looking for a certain video to watch and so the people who are looking for that, that's where it like will convert. So for me, I like to do that video because then I know I can convert sales and then I can show the brand like, hey, you know, here's that I, you know, I was able to get this many sales from this extra video that I did for you guys. Like, here's the link. And I think they like really appreciate that. So that's just kind of something I've been doing recently. But I think it's been working because I've been trying to like build yeah. relationships with a couple brands and I feel like I'm making progress. So, yeah, no, yeah. I feel like you've been doing a good job at that. And YouTube is such a good platform to do that because when I used to shop a lot in college and I was just, you know, looking for it because people didn't do stories, but even now, so I'll go on YouTube well, and I feel look like up stories like, weren't even a thing. Remember when no. stories became a thing and people were like, <laughs> No, that's like Snapchat and I'm going to stay on oh Snapchat. Gosh, that was yeah, literally I me. I totally remember that. I was like, I'm never using stories on yeah. Snapchat. Now I don't even use Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. But like I would literally go on YouTube just to see like how it would look on someone because like you can like the SEO in the description box is so helpful and it'll pull up the video if you type in like that specific product name on the website and then I would watch those videos and then you're literally watching with the purpose to buy so, like, yeah. if I liked it on the girl, like, I would buy it from her links or whatever. Right, because you would so, just – and I think, too, because, it's like, a good like it's on the it. computer. I mean, I watch YouTube on the computer, like, when I'm Same. doing things. So, it's, like, yeah, you have that link there and then you, like, click it and purchase from there and then you're already on the computer. And I feel like when I watch hauls, too, like, I love – there's, like, a few girls that I follow. I love their hauls and I usually buy, like, at least one piece because when I see yeah, it on them, exactly. I'm, like, oh, my gosh, that's so cute. Like, so I need cute. that. But, like, when I saw it on the website three days ago, I didn't think anything of it. And then I'm, like, wow, she styled that so cute. Like, I need that. So I'm literally the same way. I'll just, like, click the link and buy it. But, yeah. yeah. So that's just, like, one way. (laughs) One way to over-deliver. Very effective way. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Cool. On to the next one. It kind of, I feel like, relates to what we've been talking about so far. It is just over communicate I think communication is so important especially in this industry and it's definitely better to over communicate than under communicate or just not communicate enough and I feel like brands really appreciate the over communication and I feel like sometimes you might feel annoying but I feel like it's better to over communicate than like not communicate because I just feel like if there's like issues like say you don't get 
product you're supposed to have for a campaign and like you just don't say anything well then it's like then the campaign's delayed you have to push your like due dates and then like it's just kind of like a whole thing but if you like reach out you know you're supposed to have products coming you can be like hey just want to let you know I haven't received product yet I know the due date to submit drafts is coming up like do you have a tracking number like I always ask for the tracking number it's just a good way to kind of slide in and be like hey do you have the tracking number that way like they can check on it too and they could be like oh it actually didn't get dispatched yet like we just sent it out or like oh yeah here's the or if it gets delivered and like say your package was stolen then they can get that figured out and like have a new one sent immediately or you know but if like no one says anything then it's just like a fully delayed thing and I just feel like if you're someone who is on top of it they'll really appreciate that yeah I feel like two big things that I do that I feel like you wouldn't necessarily think about communicating but recently like if I have a trip or something and it's not even that close to when we're discussing the campaign like say my trip is like a week later, you never know if they're going to be slow on actually shipping your items out. And so I always want to tell them like when my trip is just so they know like it has to get there before this date yeah. or I'm not going to have it. So like all like I can't take it with trips. me or I can't like I yeah. won't be able to get content for like a week after I'm back. Like, yeah. Or if you yeah, have plans or really anything good. like that where you cannot shoot on that day like you should just get it out of the way and make sure you say it in the beginning but another one I feel like is over communicating when okay so like a specific example that's happened to me before is like there was like this one specific period of time where my story views just like dropped like I don't know what happened like and that happens to everyone and I feel like brands understand that but it's yeah that is just another like little example where I was I had to tell the brand I was like okay hi like these insights are very low because for some reason I'm not sure why like my story views drop this is very not normal but to make up for this I'm gonna post it when my story views are back up hopefully next week and they were so okay with that they were like very thankful for the extra like stories as well and so I feel like that's a good example. I always try to over communicate that kind of stuff. And I feel like it goes a long way. That happened to me too. And I like submitted the insights and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like the story views are so low. Like I think Mm -hmm. something happened on Instagram. I couldn't remember. And I was like, I can totally post another set. Like, let me know what you guys want to do. And they were literally like, no, we totally understand. It's fine. They've been low for everyone. Thanks for sending. Yeah. And and it just makes me feel better, honestly. Yeah. I always feel like SHIT, like if my... (laughs) story views are super low and so just them acknowledging that it's okay and it's happening to other girls that they're working with is really important because yeah and I feel like like that anymore yeah even if you mess up too it's like still important to address it immediately like I feel like it's only worse if you wait longer or you like wait for them Mm -hmm. to ask like sometimes I'll see people be like yeah like I'm just not gonna shoot it because it like didn't fit or I didn't like it and then the brand is like asking you for content. And you're like, oh yeah, like didn't really work out. Instead of like emailing the brand and being like, hey, I just received the product. I just tried it on. It didn't fit very well. Like, you know, I'm not going to be able to post this. Um, happy to send the product back or happy to try a different product. Let me know your thoughts. I think brands love that so much more because then they're like, oh yeah, either like send the product back or, you know, they'll send a shipping label or they'll just be like, hey, like let's pick something else that you think will like be better. Um, but I think just like having that over communication is like what's really helpful. Yeah, Instead and it's of never... just like kind of like avoiding things and yeah. like waiting for the brand to see if they notice because like most likely they'll either notice and like ask you questions or they'll notice and they won't say anything and they'll just like take you off their list. You know? Yeah. And it's like I feel like people do that because they're scared of being annoying and sending too many emails, but they trust us they would much rather you over communicate than just not communicate and you're not being annoying like they're getting so many emails every day and if you're thinking you're um being annoying and being too over communicative like there are other people that are doing the same thing but they aren't being annoying to the brand rep and they just are building a better relationship because they're getting more of that time in and more of that like authenticity and communication in so just remember that (laughs) I think brands too appreciate the honesty like if something doesn't work or like 
if it if it's like yeah. because of that like just saying like hey I tried out this product and it actually like didn't work on my skin like I broke out when I used it um totally, so yeah. like I don't feel comfortable sharing it on my story um just things like that like I think they totally understand and it's better for them to know why you didn't post versus like you just not posting and then being like great we gifted this girl or whatever and she yeah that's true even post anything so we're not gonna really gift her again because you know they are gifting you so they get something out of it and especially if you're getting paid too obviously you don't want to post something that doesn't work. So just communicating that with the brand and like finding something that works out for both of you, I think is obviously the best outcome for that. But yeah, definitely communication is key when it comes to like brand deals and just throughout the entire process. Like I always try to like check in and be like, hey, you know, I just want to let you know I received the product. What dates are you guys looking for for me to submit content? Like be on top of that instead of the brand being like, hey, we noticed your product is delivered. Like when can you send content over? I think if like you send the initial email, it just shows that like one, you're on top of it. You care, like you're responsive. And I think like they appreciate that. So I've had that happen recently and it just makes you feel better about the project as opposed to, I always feel bad when they're always asking me like, hey, did you get it? Hey, when's the content? Hey, when are you yeah, posting? That's true. Hey, can you send your insights? I'm like, yeah, I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? Like you just want to like be on I top know. of it. Even you want to be the one. On that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You be the one like, hey, just want to let you know my post went live. I'll submit, co- I'll submit insights, you know, within the next 24 to 48 hours once everything wraps and then actually submitting your insights once they wrap you know yeah exactly I feel like that's something I'm still working on it's not easy to be you know always on top of your every single campaign or even gifted things whatever but it's definitely good to build that habit and kind of just work on it every day I'm trying to do that it's important to set reminders put it on your to-do list like just keep track of those emails so you can easily access them like even put them in a folder it'll get easier that way agreed all right the next one we have is to follow your contracts Sounds obvious, but there are literally so many little details in your contracts, guys, and I've definitely overlooked some things. I'm sure you have, but we've like, we talk about this a lot. Like you got to read your contracts, even if they're long. I love when I get a short contract, but then I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, this is it. Like this is everything. I'm like shocked when I get a short contract, but things like posting dates, exclusivity, um, like how many stories you need to post. I always look at that because sometimes I'll post or the follow-up stories. <laughs> yeah, follow-up stories if you have a giveaway, things like that. If you listen to the last episode, you know. But yeah, look into your contracts and write it down. I think too, like this helps. Like I like write down in my planner when certain posts are supposed to go up so that I don't like accidentally like double schedule the Mm -hmm. like my post just because like you know when you're reading your contracts you're reading your contracts individually but like if you're not paying attention to the date and like one is like oh we want you to post on a Wednesday and like you can't post like any sponsored content like 24 hours before 24 hours Mm -hmm. after and then you get another contract that's like yeah we want you to post on Thursday like I feel like you don't remember those details or at least I don't remember them. Same. So I write them down. Like I'll draw like a little arrow on my planner and be like, you know, no sponsored content, no sponsored content. That way if a brand like asks, I can just be like, hey, like I actually have um, content like that day. Like can we do a different day? And like I think brands really appreciate that. Like I told a brand that and they were like totally fine with it. So Yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, making sure like you write all the little details down again. I feel like these things seem like so obvious, but like they're so important and I feel like they can just be so like looked over and you like completely forget. But yeah, yeah. and obviously like keeping note of everything just makes you that much better of, you know, an influencer to work with for the brand and you're going to be top of mind if you are just really on top of everything and follow the contract to a T, which obviously you should be doing, but some things are easy to overlook. Yeah. And I think just like 
the last thing with this is like if there is an issue like communication is key just like we've literally been talking about under almost every category um communication is just like so important so that way you know ahead of time the brand knows ahead of time there's like no surprises or issues Mm -hmm. or conflicts or miscommunications because i feel like there's always that like slight chance if something goes wrong the brand could be like okay yeah never mind like we don't want to do this anymore yeah that's like my fear so but yeah so that is why you should follow your contracts so The next one is know your due dates and your deadlines. So that I feel like is kind of related to the whole contract thing. But like I write everything down, like write it in your planner, write it in your phone calendar, like wherever you process information, write it down. Because like I feel like when you have a campaign, there are so many little details. So it's like, you know, when you receive the product, like when are you supposed to submit for approval? When are you supposed to post? When do you need to submit your insights? When do you need to send your invoice? And like we were just saying, like this helps prevent like booking campaigns for the same time frame, especially if there's that exclusivity period. And like I like so for example, I have this like clothing collaboration and I have this beauty collaboration and they're not in the same like um, like category, but So I have the clothing one and they want me to post like on a Monday and the beauty one wanted me to post on a Tuesday, I think. And I just was like, just let you know, I do have a sponsored clothing post going up on Monday. I just want you to be aware of. And they were like, thank you for letting me know. Like, we'll actually move our post to Wednesday because they didn't want to be like next to the clothing one even though they weren't the same category they just still wanted to be slightly separated and I feel like that contract might have that like don't post 24 hours before 24 after type thing but it's always nice to not have back-to-back ads anyways so just being aware of those dates is super important yeah, I just, be, like, like I was addy. so casual, too, and I just, like, let the, I was, like, hey, just want to let you know, like, I do have an ad going the day, going live the day before that, and they were, like, thank you so much, like, then it's, like, up to the brand to be, like, okay, well, we can either stick with this day or let's move it a little bit back so there's a little bit of space in between just so, like, that ad has its, like, own moment, and yeah, I think, no, like, 100%. that's just kind of something that, like, a brand really appreciates, so... Yeah, that's what I try yeah. to do. Like, if I notice on my calendar there's, like, ads that are close to each other, I'm just like, hey, just so you know. But then it's, like, also kind of frustrating when they're like, yeah, we want you to post on Monday, but they don't get you your approval. And you're like, am I still posting on Monday? Because now yeah, I have that other ad on Wednesday. Thing. So And then, like, when they <laughs> don't happening? approve on time, then your bumps timeline is completely back. pushed back and it's just not fair. Or they but... have to, like, wait a week or something because it's, like, your calendar's already booked and, like – you obviously not posting on the yeah. weekend so yeah that's happened to me before but also this is so important to keep in mind for holiday season because I feel like holiday season is when you're probably most likely going to get the bulk of your ads and I remember in the past like holiday season has been the most campaigns I've done like in one month in the whole entire year like December is the best month usually just because everyone is obviously trying to advertise their products during the holidays and um you know you know the vibes but yeah so just knowing your deadlines and your due dates and when you're supposed to post and having that all written down like you can easily say yes no to a brand on dates before you commit and overcommit so just you know some holiday prep Yeah, I think we did that with like New York Fashion Week, like the first time. Mm. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day to find out more. Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill was like I did not write down everything I had to do and then I got there and realized that like I had to shoot like three or four like campaigns and then I was like actually Mm -hmm. stressed because I didn't get to like shoot what I wanted to shoot and then I was stressed about getting the content that I needed to get so if I would have written it down then that wouldn't have been an issue so now I just literally write everything down so I can see it because I'm like a very visual like person I've always been a visual learner so if I like have my calendar I have like my planner has the calendar like the whole calendar view and then I have my weeks view too so I can like write more details of like when not to post or whatever so I literally like write everything down now. So if you don't do that, definitely recommend and you guys can check out our, our organization podcast that we did too because that one I think is really good for that kind yeah. of stuff. So yeah. Okay. Definitely. Moving on to the next one is don't be afraid to ask questions. And I think this is a good reminder because this is your business and like your brand and it's like what you obviously represent and what you're sharing with your audience. And it's like, you know your analytics and your audience best. So it's like when you're working with a brand, don't be afraid to ask those questions or feel like you can't ask questions and you just have to do like exactly what they say. Like you can recommend your best posting times or your best posting dates. Like if a brand requests something like, so for an example, this brand wanted me, so I like shot the product and then I submitted it on like a Thursday or Friday maybe and they're Mm -hmm. like okay amazing can you go live as soon as possible like we'd love if you could post this on a Saturday and like I feel like if you didn't know you would just be like okay sure but like I know like Saturdays are literally my worst days and it's like you're already posting an ad so it's like it's obviously not going to do as well as your normal content would so it's like you have the right to ask questions and let them know and just be like hey just wanted to let you know like Saturdays are typically my worst days to post they're like I typically don't even post on Saturdays yeah and I usually get best engagement like Monday through Wednesday but like if the brand wants it up as soon as possible I could do Sunday so like let me know how you want to proceed and most of the time whenever I say that brands are like okay like thank you so much like Monday's fine like I think every time I've ever said that so appreciative also that you let them know because they're just like they're just saying what they want you to post or like if it's like an agency like the PR agency is just saying what the brand is saying you know what I mean so it's like it's up to you to be like hey like this is my audience this is like what does well these are my good days like if you want it to do well like if that's what's important then like these are the days we should be posting if that's not important then I can post on a Saturday but like don't recommend it (laughs) yeah and then it's like if they still want to move forward with that you warn them and exactly and then it's like it's not on your insights you can say that like right. moving forward in our next campaign we can try on this day and then they'll be like yeah. okay yeah so I think it, yeah, exactly it's kind of like covering your bases like so if they do like want something kind of ridiculous like posting on a Saturday you can be like hey like I just wanted to like make sure like I made it clear to the brand that it wasn't going to do super well and it was just important to the brand that it went up immediately so here are my results yeah no so, 100% that way it's like another- you're good yeah um another thing on this topic um also regarding contracts if you see something that you don't understand or if they snuck something in there which they will do happens please all the freaking bring time. it up please ask about it literally and the most common one i would say is they like to sneak in ad access or whitelisting yes. you yes. will like or literally never talk about it yeah or exclusivity and then you'll get the contract and it'll just be like whitelisting 
30 days exclusivity like just like crazy things and they are just literally seeing who's not going to read the contract who isn't going to ask them about it or maybe like you're too nervous to and they'll get you so make sure you bring that up don't be afraid to ask about it because there will be people who won't ask about it and the brands will keep doing it because they know that some girls just won't do it but be the one who stands up for yourself and for your brand and definitely bring it up don't let them get away with it and I feel like there's like a polite way to do it like whenever I see that like so they'll send the initial email and they'll be like you know what are your rates for like a post and three stories and then I send my rate and they're like great or there's negotiation or whatever and they're like perfect we'll send over the contract and then like you said in the contract it's like you know 60 days of digital usage everywhere like white listing ad access like perpetual that's another one you guys and you're just like um so I'll go in there and I'll be like hey like I was reading over the contract and I noticed that this was in it um because it wasn't in the initial brief I didn't include it in my rates if we want to move forward with it this will be my additional rate if not are we able to remove it from the contract and then brands will either negotiate and they will be like you know oh yeah we can change it to whatever or oh yeah we'll just take that out or they'll be like yeah like what are your rates for this or like what's the additional cost so it just depends Mm -hmm. on like what their goal is but yeah definitely like bring it up I just like screenshot and like insert it I'm like hey can you like explain more like what does this mean or like what does the brand mean by this so yeah definitely do that don't be afraid like it's our don't job it's like ask don't sign something you're not sure about or that you don't understand like it's their job they're the ones putting the contracts together to like explain it to you so don't feel like you're being a burden or a hassle or you're gonna like lose an opportunity because if they were trying to be sneaky and sneak something in anyway I feel like you don't want to work with them if they're like being yeah, shady I agree And sometimes they're like more, literally more than happy to talk to. I remember this one brand. I don't even know. Oh, this was when whitelisting was barely a thing. I had no idea what this was in the contract. Like, but they worded it differently. It was like ad access. And I had to, and they were talking about Facebook ads. And I just never have done anything like that before. So they literally hopped on a call with me and just explained everything. And it was so sweet. And I was just, more than happy to sign like I signed immediately obviously because I was so appreciative that they like took the time to do that just because like I'm a very um secure person I hate allowing access to brands to like my Facebook or Instagram or whatever so it made me feel so comfortable and I was so happy I asked and hopped on the call with them even though that's not something I would necessarily do but trust your gut We love that and appreciate that. And I yeah. feel like it's like sets apart like brands who were like the good ones. Totally. You know, and who you want to like keep a relationship with. So I think that's super important. Yeah. Okay. okay. Next one is look at your analytics. And I feel like a lot of people don't do this. And I feel like no, a lot I of didn't people for the first should few years because it's like so helpful to just occasionally check your analytics if you don't like every day like I do um <laughs> to yeah. see what type of content is like performing well like what posts like I like to check like which posts are getting the most saves because I feel like that's like the thing that like the explorer looks for that the algorithm looks for is like 100%, saves because yeah. that means like people really like it and so I will like um like look at my analytics in the like range and like the I'll pick saves and see like what's doing well and just kind of evaluate the content and like you know seeing like oh my gosh like you know I didn't realize people liked that photo or like oh these photos are all very similar people really like these freaking Abercrombie jeans every time I wear them (laughs) like yeah you know so it's just like picking out things or like is it the baseball hat is it your outfit is it the location that's similar like what is similar in the photo that you think is making it do well and keep doing that and then like also on the opposite side too like what's not doing well what's on the lower end and like doing less of that as well yeah and it's like little things like you need to be very analytical about it and it's like okay what is similar about these photos like maybe you're literally just holding a coffee or maybe you're literally Mm -hmm. wearing a lighter like color palette like for me I've noticed my darker colors don't do well and I don't want to shoot 
really things that are dark. Like my audience clearly like black things usually like doesn't do as well as my lighter things. I know. But like your audience, I feel like does like that. I'm not sure. But like for me. I feel like you like, yeah, like you do color and like, yeah. So it's like your audience really likes to see that color. Yeah. So it's like little things like that. Like looking at the colors that you're wearing. Like I feel like my audience and I genuinely love wearing pink and I feel like it does really well. And it's probably because I, you can tell how much I love it and I just like feel so good in it, but just like pinks and um, locations is the background busy or not, you know, just things like that. Just little things like look at the little details because I think that's where, you know, like people are, subconsciously attracted to it yeah because I think for me it's like I love styling up outfits like I love like wearing like I don't know just more like dressed up I guess or more put together yeah but I'll look at my photos and analyze and the photos that do the best are when I'm wearing like denim a white baseball hat and Jordans yeah baseball hats too well you guys I love that (laughs) But I also love dressing up too. So I just like want to mix it in. But I just make sure that I post like one or two of those kind of photos per week. Because I yeah. think that obviously no, I just know, like little engagement. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. So I just like look at that. And I'm like, okay, every time I wear these pair of jeans, people really like it. So I'm going to keep wearing those pairs of jeans. And I feel like we've seen that for certain accounts is like they literally – style the same type of clothing but just like different yeah. colors so like sweats in the baseball hat or like and it jeans pops up every and time like, for them yeah and it's literally and like for me I just don't think I could post the same thing like that every single time like I yeah. need to switch it up because I do me like too. styling like blazers and dresses and like and all you have to the stay things. true to yourself like don't exactly. do it solely because of the analytics but keep it in mind yeah, just know what's doing well. That way, if you feel like you're like in a lower engagement um, period, then mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, okay, well, I know this photo always does well. So let me kind of post maybe something like this. That way, it'll help me kind of get back up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so exactly. I think it's just That's exactly really good. how to do it. I don't know if you can yeah. look at posts based on like explore can you see like, I don't think so yeah shoot I don't think so I would either, say that would be a good one. if you want to look at it oh you could do follows literally just do saves or follows yeah, yeah. saves and follows saves I and feel follows. like are really good ones because those I feel mm-hmm. like are like the strongest analytics and those you know? those are directly correlated in my opinion to the explore page because that's where you get follows and oh, that's where I do have like, a lot of saves, a lot of saving yeah I'm like oh cute outfit inspo save Posing inspo, save, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Definitely. I feel like we Look came to some really good conclusions there. I know. That was <laughs> really good. <laughs> I need to do that more. Same. But, okay. So, moving on to the next one, we are at number eight out of 10. So, we're almost done. Is to be attentive to your current audience. And I think this is something that a lot of people would overlook as well, just because it's like, oh, I'm trying to run my business. I need to do this. I need to grow. But it's like, if you don't foster and give love to your current audience, then it's like, they might unfollow, they might leave. Then it's like, you're doing all this work to grow, 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 but you're also losing at the same time. So it's either going to be like neutral where there's like little growth, or it's going to be like negative because you're losing which is fine because we definitely all go through those periods of the ups and Mm -hmm. downs but it's just like I feel like important to be attentive to the audience that's there don't be just focused on growing and getting new people yeah I feel like this is one of the most important things in that we're going to talk about because it is very overlooked like we will look at other bigger accounts they do not interact with their this you know comments my mind or dms and then blows go my through, mind like low engagement periods and we're like okay like your audience is probably just like kind of tired of giving and not receiving back yes. not that you always need to i feel to, like but we've like, talked about this before have we yeah. talked about this on the podcast i think we have just because it, okay we don't understand it this like is i like a pet peeve of mine and like i just yeah. don't get it it's like because i feel like it's like our job like we are choosing to do this right to like have an audience to share our lives to post whatever and then it's like you see these people 
they used to like get crazy good engagement and then they like stopped engaging with their audience they like don't respond to comments they like it's like once you're over 100k yeah <laughs> like i feel like, like i don't even know and then like the you see the comment me. section just get slow like smaller and smaller dwindling so they used to get down. like 200 comments and then they'll be at like 100 comments and then like 75 and then it's like 30 and then it's like 12 and i'm like how do you have almost 100k and you're only getting 12 comments on your photo and then i go and look and like they didn't even respond to any single one of those 12 people or like and like them yeah or even just like the comment exactly just like show anything to it and like for me it's like i stop commenting on girls who don't either like acknowledge the comment or Mm -hmm. comment back on mine because i'm like why would i invest my energy into you and supporting you when it's not mutual you know if it's like another blogger and it's just so weird and i get so confused to girls who like engage on those type of profiles i'm like why are you engaging on that like (laughs) they don't acknowledge you they don't like your comment they're not responding to you and they don't even comment on your stuff what's the point you know I feel like it's it's, just like supposed to be community and like like I don't know I feel like we're both really good at trying so hard to like when people comment on our posts to comment back on our post and then going to their their profile and commenting on their post as well too and like obviously we can't get everyone every single time but I know we try hard to do that and it's like these girls who don't do it who have 10 comments and it's just like I don't get it I yeah, it's crazy. I I will engage until I okay. Apparently, this doesn't happen to everyone's account, but I literally engage in the morning until I get a freaking <laughs> error from Instagram. Like, I, thank God that it's never been anything bad. But it's like it says, like I don't remember the um, message it gives me, but it's like, um, like, like I you've it's reached pretty much your limit me I, or something. Yeah, it's pretty much telling me like I've reached my limit. I need to stop commenting or I'm violating that's community so guidelines funny because I'm, i never get that i always get it because like I how much do you think you're commenting i mean i engage for like a straight hour and i am going through commenting back pretty much on everyone on my profile or who commented on my photo and then i'll go through my feed and start doing it on there and i've noticed i think if the comments are too similar i will get it I'm trying to figure it out, but I'm trying – that's kind of, like, limited my – like, I'm trying to not get to that point every freaking day so I don't get flagged, but I don't know why. Please let me know if this happens to anyone else because it's kind of weird. It doesn't happen every day, but definitely I can feel it when it's coming on. I'm, it, it'll be, like, 9.30, and I'm like, okay, I need to wrap this up because I'm about <laughs> to get the freaking error, and then if I don't, I usually do. But and then I just go back on. I usually wait for like two hours and then I'll go back on because I'm like, yeah, and then nothing happens like for the rest of the day. But it's weird. But that just shows how much I try to engage in the morning. Yeah, no, we definitely like in the morning. I definitely sit there and engage for an hour. And then, like you said, give it a little rest and then I'll kind of do it throughout the day. And then like at the end of the night, I'll try to go through and like do as many as I can as possible. But Mm -hmm. I just think it's just one way to give back to your audience because it's like we notice who's commenting on our stuff so we comment on their stuff and then like I just don't know like I stopped commenting on people's posts who are bloggers who I know don't comment back on mine because I'm like we're supposed to support each other you know I don't know yeah I feel like you get back what you give and so it's always it's always good to give as much as you can and especially when it's just as simple as supporting someone's page and business so well then I feel like you create like a loyal audience a loyal following and then it's like I feel like that's just kind of like a way to grow as well because then it's like people who are loyal to you will see your post and they comment every day and if they don't Mm -hmm. see your post they might go look for your post on your profile and then it's like if they like your post they'll share it on their stories and tag you and then it's like their audience might see it they might like it and go follow you too so it's just kind of a domino effect and so I feel like when people do ask like oh how do you grow your account I feel like fostering your current community is a really good way to do that yeah even no, though it doesn't 100% seem agree. like it would be yeah 
but if that makes sense but yeah just engaging and like responding to dms also my dms are like so messed up i don't know what is going on but like every time i refresh it so much like a a completely new set of dms show up like ones i've already read or whatever but like every time i refresh it it's like a new one so it's like if i accidentally refresh it before i get to the message or i open it and then i go out and accidentally refresh it i can't find that message again yeah that happens to me very often and it does it in my requests and like i just don't get it so i'm like i feel so bad because i opened the message and i didn't respond so if you guys are trying to message us please bump them up send a heart no literally hi don't feel bad (laughs) don't feel bad because just like it gets lost and like there's so much spam i need that reminds me i need to set up my little spam filters that you have shoot i need to to do that yeah because the spam is getting aggressive it's getting a little too much so except like i swear they're finding new words because i'm getting so much right now and i yeah, thought it's i blocked insane. the words i need to update my list by the way you guys can okay. start a list That's if you haven't also on my to-do list okay what are some examples yeah. of yours like okay followers <laughs> because well yeah, yeah like if you want more followers one. like but more usually followers. i think i do have followers growth boost yeah because people say booster account amazon giveaway yeah those are some cooperation that i can think of cooperation ambassador like okay that's a good list those are the ones you guys are listening write those down and then go add those on your like spam filters yeah i need to do that because it's yeah it's a lot and then it like obviously takes away from like the actual messages and if i have time and i'm in a mood i'll report them as spam too good i need to do that (laughs) so i need to do that okay so the next one is so this one is kind of like general but i just feel like it's something that's part of the business that like can save you time so it's just be aware of everything and it does feel like we're always on but like what i mean is like if you're like out and about whatever just like always keeping your eye out for location spots so if you're like oh like we're at the mall like oh that's a cute corner oh that's a good neutral wall like remember it like take a photo of it or like drop a pin or something so that you can remember so the next time that you shoot you don't have to spend time or like waste time finding locations you just like know like oh I want to shoot this outfit at this location here's what it looks like like I think it'll go perfect whatever so it's just like you can do that when you're already out and you don't have to take like an extra time to like go location scouting or spend that extra time shooting because then you like will lose lighting if that's like what you're looking for so yeah like like that being super proactive especially just like I think this is where oh yeah like when you're scrolling through your feed Mm -hmm. saving things and putting them in an into an album like I will put I have a shoot album like a fall inspo like yeah, I'll, you know I have one that's we have called, like, like posing today or tomorrow yep. because I know I'm shooting the next day and so just saves you or so if much we're time, going somewhere if, like on vacation yeah. it'll be like Malibu inspo or like Hawaii inspo because we know we're going there so we'll save content that we think we could like use as inspo while we're there yeah and so like even if you're just like scrolling looking at people's yeah. photos or whatever on your explorer just saving those and being proactive it'll save you so much time and yeah just being aware of that when you do it and I think too when you're scrolling like saving we've talked about this before but like saving brands that you see people working with that you potentially want to pitch and work with one is like just saving those into folders too and I feel like when you're doing this and like I do this with reels too if it's the audio or the type of video or just the outfits in the reels I'll save all this stuff into different folders and that way I feel like when you're scrolling you feel a lot better consciously about scrolling because you're using it productively and like for your business as opposed to like mindless scrolling like for me when I'm on TikTok I'm literally mindlessly scrolling I don't really save that many things like but when I'm scrolling on Instagram I am constantly like on I'm like saving inspo for outfits if I see someone's outfit that I love that I want to recreate I save it if I like a pose I'll save it if it's a location save it if it's an audio and a reel save like I am saving left and right into my folders I know and I actually have a shopping folder too like if I'm scrolling and I want to buy something but I'm not fully committed yet I put it in my shopping folder so that way I can like look at it later and see if I really want it so I just like have all these different folders that like when I'm scrolling I'm like it's like you know 
I guess it's like you're kind of working, but like you're using your scroll exactly. productively. Makes you feel better. And then you're oh not gosh, I love wasting that. Use time. your scroll productively. Yes. That's a good Ooh, phrase. I love that too. A big okay. one, literally a big one is reels audio because I swear yep. I will waste a freaking hour Ugh, just trying dude, to figure same. out what audio same. to use. So if I have time or instead or of TikTok, I'll scroll through reels. Okay, and save audio. Literally today, I was looking for the audio that's like Monday, Tuesday. Oh my gosh, what? yeah. And I cannot find it, and I still can't find it. So if you have that audio saved, can someone please DM it to me? Oh I literally God. swear I see it I every hope day. Someone DMs it to you. I see it every day, and then of course the one time I want to use it or like potentially see what it would look like on a video, I cannot find it. And I honestly swear I scrolled through a hundred reels, and there was probably five to seven total audios that were used and it was not that one but they were all the same i would type monday tried, tuesday wednesday into TikTok weird stuff comes then, out oh okay because I tiktok is really good seo i will okay i was searching a phrase on instagram and, and like weird stuff came yeah out. try so tiktok like, no and then you can like i typed in monday i typed in monday tuesday wednesday i typed in days of the week like could yeah, not TikTok. find it I'm so sure it'll if someone has up. it please send it to me thank you <laughs> thank you so much but yeah so yeah use your scroll productively i'm gonna write that down because i feel like that's good (laughs) i know your scroll just something to remember when you're mindlessly scrolling and then you'll feel better and then it's like not a waste of time you know yeah i don't know i feel good about that but okay i love that last one you guys number 10 is ask for feedback and or help from your peers i think like this industry can be so isolating and lonely if you don't have a ton of friends or if you live in an area that's you know not big into instagram or they're not Mm -hmm. like they don't really get it yet um i think just reaching out to friends and just asking for feedback like maybe like if you don't feel like you're growing or you feel stuck or uninspired just like seeing like what do they like about your page like would they suggest doing anything different do they have any like feedback for you I think like in this industry like we don't do that enough and we could do it more because I think you know I mean at, at a real job whatever like a nine to five like you get your performance reviews you get like all that kind of stuff and like you know we don't have anything like that and it's obviously our own creative work so it's like you want someone who gets it who's also in the industry because it's like you can't like ask your mom or your boyfriend like how does my feet no. look because they're gonna be like oh great sweetie you know what I mean yeah and so I it's feel like, like asking people yeah I feel like I've seen a lot of girls do this by utilizing their close friends stories yeah like people will ask certain things and that way you're not like directly dming anyone but i mean for me when i see someone has a close friend story on the story feed i will definitely look at it and if it's a question or a poll or they're asking directly for feedback i usually will respond because it's like you don't know how many girls are on their close friends list like it's kind of an honor to be on someone's but close also too, if list. you post a poll you want them to like help you or respond to yours as exactly well. so it like kind of goes you, back to that like two-way street like support your community exactly. type thing totally so that's but, a good way to like ask questions for uh, like two bloggers instead yeah. of you know if you're too nervous to directly dm someone because i know that can be yeah nerve-wracking at first so definitely use those close stories or sometimes I'll do that like with my posts when I'm trying to like decide on my yeah. carousel photo and I can't decide between like two photos for the first one. I just like throw it up on my close friends and I see like what people are more drawn to. And then totally. usually the one that is winning that's is the one super, I'll pick first. Yeah. There's only like a few times where I didn't like go like with the one that was helpful. winning. But like, yeah, it like helps me because I like stare at them for so long. I'm like, I just need like a fresh perspective or like a fresh eye or just someone else in the industry. Because like I show my boyfriend and he's like, they literally look the same to me. And I'm like, babe, they're so different. They are so different. <laughs> literally, my morning routine with Josh is like waking him up just oh, so Oh, see, he I can do that at night. It's like super late. It's like 1 a.m. I'm like, babe, 
hey can you help me real Please quick i have a question answer. and he like looks at them and he's like so annoyed and he's like i yeah, can't believe you're like- doing this right now but <laughs> so it's like obviously it's just so much easier and more beneficial i think to just throw it up on my close friends and i yeah, say like, which photo totally. and then people vote and honestly like i take into account the votes like so personally i'm like wow yes thank you so like, much like school, i appreciate like, that yeah you yeah. know and so I think just like asking for feedback in general is just kind of like a good way to get perspective that maybe you're not seeing something that someone else is because like someone could be like oh like you're literally looking down at all your photos maybe try something else and like totally. maybe you didn't realize you were doing that or like yeah. oh like you're you know doing something I don't know but like getting an outside person's perspective can just help and I think you know just like if you're feeling stuck and like you have those friends and like you've built that close friend community or just people that you trust, you can ask them like what strategies are they doing? What's working for them? Like and may try maybe try something similar because obviously we yeah. know not everybody, not everything works the same for everyone. But like if you are stuck or you don't know what to do next, you, you can always just try something new and just kind of see what's working for other people and maybe give it a try. Yeah, it's so important to have people in this industry that you are open to talk to um or like building on that if you don't have that currently um it's so important because I feel like when you go through those low periods which everyone goes through it helps so much to know you know how other people are performing right now with their posts like maybe it's a low engagement period for everyone or even just yeah like you were saying like if things are working really well for someone and just asking like what they're doing or you know whatever it's just so important to have like a friend group a couple friends even one friend in the industry if you yeah. don't have that I mean already. I remember when we like were talking about like hashtags and I was like yeah I stopped using hashtags I don't use hashtags like I literally just try to get on yeah. this explore and you were like oh my god I have to use hashtags and I was like maybe just try it you know and now we like, I know and I haven't hashtags. gone back honestly that's such a good good example so it's just like you know just chatting with your friends and seeing like what they're doing and it like could could work it could not work like some girls hit hashtags and that's amazing but like my account just doesn't work like that so it's like you know just interesting to see what other people are doing and then again just like engaging with other people because obviously if you want people to engage on your profile make sure you're engaging on their stuff and I think it's just like we're always like all learning together and there's just like we all know the algorithm is always changing. Things are always going up and down. And like, we just want to make sure with you guys, like there's no gatekeeping here. We want to share what we know with you guys. And like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. And like, if you guys have questions, we're happy to answer them because I feel like that's like what this industry needs to move towards. You know what I mean? Totally. And like, I just, we're like, almost there. We're really getting there. I feel like there is definitely good positive progress. And it's just like very interesting to see you know but like yeah i feel like it's going in the right direction so, so like we there's just like multiple generations yeah yeah but yeah so that is it those are our 10 tips for best business practices if you're an influencer and hopefully you guys can take these tips back to your business and how you run it and apply them and hopefully this kind of helps the overall success of everything because that's our goal is like if we literally help one person I feel like our day is like made like we're so happy absolutely like we were saying at the beginning when we get dms from you guys we're like so excited we screenshot them we send them to each other we're like oh my gosh look at what so and so said like this is so sweet and then we just like feel so happy that we can help you guys so that's pretty much our goal here yeah this is perfect timing because my phone is at like four percent so thank you guys for listening we have our facebook community i know we say it in every episode but if this is the first episode you're listening to join our facebook group it's that influence community like you can ask questions there we post a lot of tips in there we share things people ask questions we help each other and answer it so it's just a really fun Mm -hmm. place to be so go and join and i think that's it yeah yeah i think that's it you guys thank you so much again for listening and we'll see you if you made it to the end we love you you're a real one yes we will see you guys in the next episode okay bye Bye.
Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys love this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.